You're listening to Not So Life from Asteroid G. I am the terror that flaps in the... Wait, that's the wrong... (laughs) That's Disney. That's Disney, not Warner Brothers. Ah, I am your host, Mike Finkelstein. Joined in the booth, as always, is... Josh, used to disappointment, Schaefer. (laughs) When it comes to Warner Brothers and the DCEU, yes. Okay, so let's let's launch right into this, because I feel like your not intentional segue, but absolutely a segue helps us out. I didn't know the DCEU could disappoint me any more than it already had. <laughs> I feel like it's it's like this weird like trading places bet where they're betting a dollar to see how bad they can screw up an entire franchise. Right? Like okay, so we already knew it was going to be kind of a train wreck because of the Flash. Like yeah. Ezra Miller being Ezra Miller and all the shit that's come out about him, including more stuff after Batgirl got canceled. Well, I mean, it makes sense if Ezra Miller is most likely, allegedly, whatever you want to say, diddling kids or grooming kids. Or anything. Or anything. Yeah. Makes sense to cancel Batwoman. Or girl. Batgirl, right? Batgirl, yeah, the yeah. movie he's not in at all. Yeah. Cancel yeah. Batgirl as a sign of solidarity to pedophiles, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> but that's the thing. It's like... Ezra Miller's a train wreck. We knew his movie was going to be a train wreck no matter... Even yeah. if it's fucking fantastic, how do you watch it in good conscience? I, you know, we it's discovered It's like watching this. a Kev- Kevin Spacey movie. Yeah, right. Like, I can't even go back and watch The Usual Suspects anymore. I can't it's either. It's a fantastic fucking movie. Yeah. But it's I... tainted. Him and Brian Singer tainted that yeah. movie permanently. But... Ugh, sorry, I just remember Baby Driver exists, and I'm sad that I can't watch it anymore. Yeah, again, another one. I mentioned that recently on the site as well, but... So, I get I get if they were like, well, we're going to just eat $200 million that we spent on this and get like a $50 million tax write-off. I don't think a single fucking person would have been sad. Like, no. yes, we lost Michael Keaton as Batman for one movie, but oh darn, we don't have to like rend our garments over fucking Ezra yeah. Miller. Yeah. But they canceled Batgirl instead. Yeah. <laughs> and as far as I know, is Amber Heard still in Aquaman 2? Or do they reshoot that? Okay, I I don't want, really want to get into the Amber Heard stuff because there's a lot of he said she said between her and no, it's just it's just from a, a business perspective, I think both of them are absolute human garbage. <laughs> but so, but you cancel the movie that everyone was interested in for the DCEU. Yeah, yeah, it was supposed to go straight to HBO and it wasn't going to yeah. be theatrical, and they only want to focus on theatrical movies. And Batgirl was too far along in the process to convert easily to theater. I think that argument, even if it did look like ass, is hard to swallow. Because, I mean, you get Disney releasing the uh, fucking Inhumans in IMAX for a weekend. Like, if that can't taint a brand, how can Batgirl taint the the WB, you know? Justice League pre-Snyder cut? Yeah. Like, there have been way worse moves than taking a made-for-TV movie and just being like, let's just put it out for a week or two on, like, Fathom Events, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Fathom. (laughs) I forgot that was a thing. I know, right? Every once in a while I go to the movies and I still see Fathom Events advertising some dumb bullshit. We're doing the opera again. No one cares about the opera at movie theaters, guys. No. 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 No one cares about the opera, guys. I mean, let's... No. I yeah no. no no we've moved on as a society we've moved on we haven't moved on from Batgirl though and I'm pissed about this I am too yeah. I like it just seems like I would rather them have said something like uh, all of our footage was accidentally deleted by the by North Korean spy I would have been okay with that like just lie to me don't 
Well, it's like reportedly it's going to take another thirty million or so to finish the Flash just for reshoots. Yeah, and you have to think, okay, you could take the write off on the Flash, maybe spend fifty million fixing up Batgirl a little more, and you'd have a movie with a Hispanic lead who that isn't somehow tainted by everything. Yeah, it's like we want to make a shared universe equal to Marvel, but we don't want to put any effort into. No, doing no, it. no, no. We well, okay. The only way that they could make a shared universe equal to Marvel is if they stopped making any movies in their shared universe for like five years. So everyone moved on. And then you recast all the roles and you start from scratch and you do it the right way. Yep. But they don't want to do that. Nope. They want to come in and have a 10-year plan from day one that doesn't involve five years off. Or just use a superhero that's not part of the big three, like... Shazam, which is already there. Which, by the way, Black Adam looks kind of cool. Yeah, I mean, so you got Black Adam and you have Shazam that exist in the New Line Cinemaverse. And aside from a trailer for Shazam that sort of makes it look like it's in the DCEU, it's not in the DCEU. No, no. no. You could just join those two together, do an Earth 2 over here. Yeah. Quietly ignore everything else because every hero that's shown up in there isn't in the main DCEU. Yeah. And you just do that and just use that as your launching point. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. Done. Done. Yeah. Easy peasy. You you put out Aquaman 2, which people want to see. Yeah. Uh, you put out whatever other projects you have in there. You move some other projects over to Earth 2, like Blue Beetle. Yeah. That's coming out. And then you just be like, okay, this is our new universe. Ignore the old one. This is the new DC Super Tomorrowverse or something. <laughs> Super yeah. Tomorrowverse. Well, the Tomorrowverse is the new animated one. They're doing oh, right now. Yeah, so. okay. Yeah. I was like, where did that name come from? Yeah, that, that, the the four or five linked movies they put out recently after they rebooted their animated movies, mm. they're the Tomorrowverse. So, gotcha. I don't know. Only I care about this because I have to organize shit on the website. Yeah. <laughs> well, at least their animated stuff's still pretty decent. Yeah, usually. Because the Harley Quinn, Poison Ivy stuff's been fun. Fantastic. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, people don't know where certain things are going to go behind the scenes of HBO so we can transition to this while we're talking about stuff. Because so much has been canceled and just straight up removed from the app, which, why remove stuff from the app? Except people are saying they just don't want to pay residuals, which is bullshit. Yeah, because they they cancel all of the Cartoon Network stuff, I think. Pretty much everything, yeah. Yeah. And then removed it from the app entirely. Cartoon Network is actually taking some of those shows back to finish running what's been produced, but... Still, yeah. like, come on. Yeah, it seems uh, a little shady, too. Right? Because it's, like, essentially the stuff that's not going to be picked up is just erased from existence. Yeah, like, um, okay, so I didn't like the Aquaman cartoon. I thought it was dumb. Oh, yeah, no. Uh, was, King of Atlantis, yeah, it was terrible. I, I watched all three episodes and wish I'd gotten that two hours of my life back. Oof. But they're removing it. And I'm like, I didn't like it. But I'm not a six-year-old that grew up on, like, Adventure Time or something. Yeah. Some kid's going to love this thing. I, mean, I and, loved Adventure Time and Aquaman <laughs> was not it. Well, but it, there, there was a certain artistic and comedy style yeah. there that I knew would appeal to someone who grew yeah. up with those kinds of cartoons. To remove that and remove a link to the larger DC universe seems like a huge mistake, but they're doing it anyway. Especially since Aquaman 2's coming right? out. Right? Like, this like, seemed like the perfect link in there. And DC doesn't have any good, like... Because it all comes down to, like, toys, right? Like, yeah. What does DC have? 
they don't have anything that's really producing toys right now. Like most of the stuff that I see that comes out is like repros of animated series mm. bullshit and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. I I did find on accident on the very bottom shelf at Target, like behind a whole bunch of stuff, Hawkman ship from Black Adam <laughs> with a tiny little Hawkman in it. <laughs> so you bought it. So of course. Of course you bought it, yeah. 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 One day when you win the lottery, you'll buy that $1,500 statue. They made a Hawk Girl one equivalent. So you're going to buy both of them and then put them out front on your doorstep. Well, right? obviously. Yeah. And people are like, who lives there? Cool guy, probably. <laughs> All 14 people that care will think that. Hey, Hawkman's about to be big. He's going to be in a whole movie. <laughs> As a side character. Yeah, but we know what happens. DC will say, wow, he's popular. And then guess what? Franchise? No, actually, what they'll say is, wow, he's popular. Let's give him a, uh, a movie and then cancel after we spend $90 million on it and eat the tax write-off. Yeah, you're yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> no! Now there's going to be seven Hawkman fans. <laughs> Ugh. But Hawkman does look cool, though. See? Yeah. Like the, actually, I'm... all of Black Adam looks pretty decent. Yeah. Even and The Rock happened. is... Huh? The Rock seems like he's actually, like... He's wanted to make this movie for like a yeah. decade. Yeah. 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 But I mean, it's it's been moved back and the Flash has moved, been, been moved back further, presumably for even more tinkering. And like other stuff's been moved around and so forth, which is just usual Hollywood bullshit. But you get the vibe that the guy that's coming in, David Zlaslov or whatever the fuck his name is, the, the Discovery guy. Oh, He yeah. was president of Discovery, uh, oversaw the launch of Discovery Plus, and now he's taking over as the lead on HBO and HBO Max as well, and everything else at Warner Brothers. He's the guy that's making all these decisions, and you get the vibe that he doesn't understand how scripted programming works. I always just assumed that whoever was making those decisions just didn't like TV. Well, I mean, he's a reality TV guy. Like, anyone who works uh, at Discovery and all the channels linked to it, that's reality. (laughs) My fault for getting that Discovery doesn't do nature documentaries anymore. Right. Discovery and HGTV and TLC and all those fucking link channels, however many there are, they're all tied up together in, like, reality programming. And reality programming is cheap. Yes. Dirt cheap. You set up some sets and then you just film some people and you spend yeah. like a couple thousand dollars an episode. Like HBO just put out House of the Dragon and that's what, like 10 million an episode or some shit? Have like you that. watched it or did you watch it? I watched the pilot. Was it good? No. Okay. <laughs> we we can talk about that in a second if you yeah. want. But. Well, I didn't. I, I am just like straight up, not, I want to say boycotting, like mm-hmm. a soft boycott. Like I don't, I don't care if people watch it, but. Yeah. Not for me. Well, we'll we'll cover House of the Dragon over and now take. But um, so it's this it's the thing though of you're marrying a reality program, reality TV service mm-hmm. to a scripted service, right. and putting the reality guy in charge of it. Like I think you could put a scripted guy in charge of reality because he's like, yeah. this is one fraction of our budget. You know what? Just keep doing what you're doing and throw money at the problem. Yeah, Whatever that makes it easy. Yeah. The script, the reality guy taking over on scripted is going to look at it and go, I can produce shows for 2000 an episode and yeah. you want me to spend how many millions an episode? No, yeah. no, we need to do this. Diff- we have to scrap everything and start over. And that's basically what you're seeing. Like, 
Although I would watch a real world with superheroes, like Robot Chicken used to do. But it's got to be JL, was it JLI? JLI, yeah. yeah. Just like Booster Gold and Blue Beetle just <laughs> hanging out and just like bitching about each other. Yeah, yeah no, Max that would be Lord great. Max Lord being the street guy. Yeah. Don't even script it. Just like, no, get just... some good comedians that can ad-lib. Yeah. Give them a plot idea and just let them go for a half an hour. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be good. You're welcome, Warner Brothers. <laughs> One of these days, you're just going to get a phone call from someone random. It's like, do you guys want to run a show for us? And I'll be like, no, thank you, Netflix. <laughs> more, more likely, I expect just to get a cease and desist saying, stop talking about our programming. <laughs> Ooh, cease and desist. Yeah, C and D. <laughs> <laughs> I've never got one of those before. <laughs> that I know of. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's, it's amazing to me what the fuck is going on at DC. Like... I think the problem, the real problem is, is that Warner Brothers bought DC back in the day. Yes. And Warner Brothers clearly doesn't understand what to do with DC. Right. Like, from the minute they started making Superman movies, they were like, we, Superman's not bankable. And then Superman 1 did a ton of money back in 78. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, well, let's executive meddle on this from this point forward. And they basically drove that series into the ground, cost-cutting every step of the way. <laughs> Superman 4. Superman 4 which they brought in what the Carloco guys or whatever. Yeah. And it was just like, Oh my God. So terrible. Um, they, they had a winning thing with Batman and Batman returns mm-hmm. as much as I don't like Batman returns. Tim Burton did have a vision. Mm-hmm. Fucking Tim Burton. Um, Dean DeVito was cool. And they were like, this is too dark and didn't do quite the many millions of dollars of the first one. We need to executive metal everything and kick Tim Burton out, which ruined that franchise. Who did the, what was it, Batman Returns? Batman Was that Forever? Batman Forever? Batman Forever, Forever and yeah. Robin were done by Joel Schumacher with the bat nipples. Oh, both of them were Joel? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because I just remember uh, Tommy Lee Jones being Two-Face and that's about it. Awful. Yeah. Jim Carrey was the Riddler. Jim Carrey was Jim Carrey. Let's yeah. Just, he just put on some green pajamas. Yeah. Yeah. So, but then since then, I mean, they haven't really figured out Bat- uh, Superman Returns was tra- trash in its own weird way. Yeah, which sucks because uh, um, Brandon Ruth was fantastic. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, he was great. Uh, and then what? Man of Steel and which every- also sucked because they cast Superman very well. Yeah, but they didn't know what to do with they it. Didn't know what to do with it. Just over and over again, they keep fucking up key points of each movie so that none of them work to the point that they, they are. Even Wonder Woman, which I liked, has a terrible third act that's yeah. very Zack Snyder and doesn't fit the rest of the movie. Yeah. Like, yeah. Because at first you're like, wow, this is, oh. Um... Yeah, it's so great. And mm. the movie should have ended when she walked across the field. Yep. And then 84. Yeah. yeah. Oh, 84 is just hot garbage. Mm. Which I don't blame DC for that one. That one feels like they let the creators yeah. go have their field day and for once DC maybe should have reined them in just a little. Yeah. Yeah. That story was all over the place. So bad. So bad. But you so you're sitting there going Warner Brothers doesn't know what to do with DC. AT&T bought Warner Brothers after AOL had Warner Brothers, neither of which knew what to do with Warner Brothers mm-hmm. who didn't know what to do with DC. Now you have Discovery that doesn't know what to do with Warner Brothers or HBO or DC. You have this weird conglomerated unit of Warner Brothers at this point with everything cycling around each what other. What are we going to do? Yeah, and Discovery doesn't know what to do because Warner Brothers never figured out what to do. Yeah, they should just fire everyone and start over. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's miraculous that Marvel has managed to do as well as they have with their movies, considering the fact that they had, 
what was it, Ron Perlmutter, who was fucking everything up on the back end. But mm-hmm. there was a strong enough voice with the other guy to just keep the reins in check. Yeah. Warner's never even had that. They're trying to hire someone, but you can't just hire someone for that role. It has to organically happen. Yeah. You have someone that has that passion with it, too. Mm-hmm. They're John Favreau. A couple of nerds who just really like the superheroes. Yeah. Will just do what they want. Yeah. But aren't creative guys. Because that's the thing about what's his name? The guy in charge of Marvel. Kevin Feige? Feige. Yeah. Feige. Whatever. Feige. Feige. I don't know how to say it. <laughs> just, we'll just say it differently every time. Kevin Figo. <laughs> <laughs> mm, Kevin Figo. Mm, I, I like to melt the Figo a little and then dip <laughs> bread in it. Mm. <laughs> Anyway, so Kevin over there at Marvel, he's not a creative guy. Mm-mm. He's a producer. Yeah. But he knows just well enough how to bring people in to do the production side of things to let them have a voice. I think where things are struggling with Marvel is that Feig or someone up there is trying to get a little too creative yeah. in their crafting. And it's kind of going off the rails a bit in phase four. I think COVID kind of messed up a lot of well, stuff yeah. too. Yeah, it's so. like a writer's strike, but for three years. Yeah. Yeah, so well, they, they could recover. Yeah. They could recover. I think they will, because I, I haven't hated anything they've done. Right, yeah. Whether or not the DCE or any version of the DCEU can recover, let alone Warner's or Discovery, that's that's another matter. Yeah, I don't... I'm trying to remain optimistic, but I can't. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know, just them canceling all those Cartoon Network shows yeah. and... It just seems like when you're starting to axe content like that, that's not a good sign. No. So well, it's it's the, the the goal of I think his goal when he came in was to cut three billion from the HBO coffers yep. or the Warner Brothers coffers, and in doing so, <laughs> amusingly, uh, apparently cut tw- cut twenty billion from their market cap. So backfire. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize he was from. Uh, Discovery. Um, this, yeah. So yeah. that makes a lot more sense because yep. I never, I, I kept trying to read about it and I'm like, oh, I'm so angry. Yeah. No joke. Anyway, fun <sighs> times. So, so while it still exists on the app, I'm going through and watching The Wire. Yeah. Yeah. I should probably pick that up. <laughs> <laughs> Such a good show. I hadn't reviewed it for the website and I'm like, I go back really? in. Really? What? No, I hadn't. Wow. Well, it came out years before I'd started the website and back up. And it's still rev- rev- Oh my god, rev- it's so relevant. relevant. There yeah. you go, relevant. Mm. So mm. good. Like, I, I watched back, I'm like, I'm just going to watch it and have it on the background, and then I just found myself absorbed in it again. You can't, you can't not love no. it. Second yeah. season, which is arguably, the I personally think, is the worst season. The boats. The boats. Mm, but still kind of good. Yeah, well, they're all kind of good. So. But, but it's it's... Like, well, the thing I appreciate about The Wire now, going back through and watching it a second time, is, like, the elements that you saw at the end of the show about how all the problems in Baltimore are systemic yeah. start in the first season, you just don't realize it at the time. Yeah. 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 Like, there's a whole arc to the series that was clearly plotted from the beginning that you didn't realize until you go back and watch it again. It's yeah. kind of amazingly good. <laughs> so. Stupid gentrification ruining it. <laughs> I think that's what happened there. Just let me have my moment. <laughs> okay. I just, <laughs> I just want this. <laughs> Goddamn gerrymandering. <laughs> Maybe that's a little more accurate. <laughs> Those carpet baggers. <laughs> anyway, go watch The Wire. 
And, uh, if you haven't yet, what have you been I mean, doing? Seriously, right? Watch The Wire and just ignore everything DC is doing for the next couple of years because it's going to be a shit show. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, Barry too. That's a good one. Oh, no. It's on HBO, though. It is. I've been watching Euphoria also, which is another good one on HBO. Yeah. yeah. What's scary is Euphoria is very popular amongst high school students. You know, I have a feeling that it's supposed to be a cautionary tale, but... In They're not for, taking no, it that way. No, it's probably inspirational for them, isn't it? It, yeah. it is. Aspirational. As, yeah. Yeah. Like, I had to stop a couple girls yesterday in class talking about their body counts. And I was like, girls, I know what that means. I also watch Euphoria. <laughs> I have to just to keep up with you. <laughs> and they're like, they're like, what? Well, it's like, okay, so it's like Fight Club in that respect. Yeah. Like, Fight Club is clearly a cautionary tale about a really fucked up dude with a brain disorder. And then all the weird, dumb, 20-year-old white guys who watched the movie were like, yeah, this is cool, let's do a fight club. Clearly taking the wrong message from it. It's, it's, that's not what it's about, it's what it's guys. About. Same with Euphoria. It's like, you do know that this is about a girl who can't recover from drug addiction and all the other addictions her friends are suffering from. Like, that's, that's the point of the show. And they're like, <laughs> woo, these guys, they're so sexy. Yeah. yeah. I'm so, just assuming. I'm knowing, is, knowing teenagers. It's... Guys or the girls depends on the yeah. teenager. I mean, the guys can think that the guys are sexy too. I'm not going to yeah. argue with that. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. It's a transgender character on the show. <laughs> we shouldn't be judgmental. No, <laughs> about that part. No, no, <laughs> about everything else. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like clearly this wasn't meant for your generation, but well, well I mean, older Gen Z, I guess. I but... mean, it, well, technically, it wasn't meant for the kids right now because the show's like clearly set in like 2018 2017 yeah. they talk about bitcoin like it's a good thing and you sit there going hmm. <laughs> mm, bitcoin <laughs> let me invest some of my money in that yeah that there is no way that could ever be a ponzi scheme no <laughs> what do you mean nfts that sounds like a good thing still better than house the dragon though yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'd rather buy 100 nfts from funko pops then have to watch House of the Dragon. Then watch House of the Dragon. That is a bold statement right there, and probably worth your money at that point. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. I did not know that Funko Pops has NFTs that they Everyone sell. Has NFTs. I know it's stupid. It's probably NFTs of like figures from the DCEU too. Ugh. Just to bring it back around. Yeah. Yeah. So HBO. <laughs> it's not TV. It's NFTs. <laughs> <laughs> you have the <laughs> NFT on the HBO and TTYL. Any anyway. Let's let's all just be mad about Batgirl for the next like five years, and then at some point it's going to leak out, and we'll be able to get a, a bootleg copy off like the <laughs> convention to... circuit. Well, yeah, one of those weird backwater conventions. Yeah, it's like Michael Keaton <laughs> isn't wearing his costume, but it's still pretty cool. <laughs> he has green balls taped you know all over him. I gotta I gotta admit, if it was just Michael Keaton wandering around in like just a, a loose dress shirt and jeans. <laughs> I would buy that as Batman. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's like, I'm retired. I'm just going to be old man Batman and just like hang around in my dungarees. Yeah, that's why you think multiplicity is really just <laughs> Batman 2.0. You know, or I Birdman. Would, I, I would watch Beetlejuice if he just hung around in his dungarees. I'm just telling yeah. you. Like, no makeup. He's just, just doing the voice and the smile. I would watch a Be- Beetlejuice sequel for that. I miss Michael Keaton. <laughs> He, how do you miss him? He's still around. Was he been? In, like he was in Birdman, which was cool. He was also Vulture in Spider Man. Oh yeah, he was. Yeah, the only villain I think that the MCU hasn't killed off. Yeah, pretty much. Except for Abomination. I mean, they revived all these Spider Man ones in the third film. Oh, that's true. Yeah, 
They did. Yeah. But they all turned good guys at the end, though. Yeah, so it's not really villains anymore. Anyway. All right. Well, this has been Not So Live from Asteroid G, still lamenting the loss of Batgirl. R.I.P. Batgirl. <laughs> would, she, would she have been Barbara Gordon? Was that... I don't think she was. I thought she was supposed to be, uh, what's her face? Cassandra or the third one? The third. Stephanie no, Bra- Stephanie, no, not Stephanie. Not Stephanie Brown. Because Cassandra, maybe, I don't know. Cassandra Cain, was, was Asian, wasn't yeah, she? Yeah, she was. She was Tibetan, I think. I don't remember. It's been a while. I don't know. I know that the Jim Gordon in the movie was going to be the the uh, J.K. Simmons. Yeah. So it was a white Jim Gordon, but then Barbara was adopted anyway, so it doesn't. Yeah. She could be adopted from really his, like his detective partner instead of whatever like yeah. cousin or some shit. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Uh, I, I remember. The, the the whole Gordon family is just fucked up anyway. <laughs> Welcome to comic books. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, I am Mike, not Two-Face Finkelstein, because they didn't call me for Batman forever. They didn't? No. Oh. I mean, I was 12, but I think I would have killed it. I think you, you would have. You would have done better than Tommy Lee Jones. Exactly. You are. Josh Schaefer, still disappointed. <laughs> and we will see you next time. Next time.